Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. Thank you for joining us today. And before we start, I'd like to remind you to sign up for our weekly email show update and reminder at letstalkadoption.com. And also click on the free reminder on the left-hand side. And it's free and it's easy. And we'll send you email reminders right to your email box. So you'll find out what the topic is for the week and um, also other resources and information. We have a newsletter also you can sign up for at the website. Today, our site and our our topic today is uh, why uh, Christians are more successful and what makes Christians more successful when adopting. So this is an important topic for many people listening today. We want to share some tips for you on what you can do to really help your adoption be more successful. Remember, if you have questions also, you can email them to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. Today, my guest is Heather Featherston. She is the Director of Adoption Services with Lifetime Adoption Center in Northern California. And Heather, welcome to the program. Thank you, Marty. We've got a lot to cover today um, on, you know, uh, what makes uh, adoption successful, specifically Christians. And, um, you know, one of our programs we recently did was about, um, you know, birth mothers making a request for adopted families that are Christians and with faith. So this is kind of tying into that whole thing. You know, let's get started with this. You know, what is the role um, of the adoptive family's faith as they, they make the decisions about adoption? You know, that's that's an interesting question, Marty, because at Lifetime we work with both Christians and non-Christians. But in my experience, I've often found that when I work with Christian families, I find that they are more open to understanding that faith plays a role in the decisions they make by prayerfully reflecting on what they are looking for in mm-hmm. terms of a child, for instance, the the racial makeup of the child, the age of the child, perhaps the substances the um, the child's been exposed to, such mm-hmm. as alcohol or cigarettes. These are types of decisions that you know they don't just kind of look at each other and say, "Okay, yeah, well, we don't smoke, so we don't want a child who's been exposed to that." It's it's bigger than that. It's that it seems to me that they really let their walk with Christ influence their heart and what they are open to and realizing that, you know, no situation is perfect. Mm -hmm. You can become pregnant and you can do everything right and still deliver a child that has special needs. Right. And really understanding that, you know what, God has a plan for my life. Mm -hmm. God has a child already picked out for me. Whether or not that child's conceived yet, there you know there's a child somewhere for me. Right, and that helps really when you're going through infertility and adoption um, and parenting. That there is a plan, and it's not all on your shoulders. Absolutely, and I find that they rely on God, and so many times I can't tell you how many times it gives me goosebumps to think about. But we have seen families be blessed when they are open to God's leading. Let me tell right. you a story, Marty. We had a wonderful family. They um, they live in the Chicago area. And um, they were working with us. They tried for years and years and years to get pregnant. They'd done the infertility route. They tried everything, but they could not conceive a baby. So they started to work with Lifetime. Um, and they were, they were fairly open in all their preferences. And one day, the adoptive mom called me and said, you know, I just want to tell you, Heather, it seems like my husband and I have been really praying about this. It seems that everything that's happening around us is leading us to be open to a child of any race, including, you know, full African-American. 
And, you know, I explained to her she didn't, you know, she didn't need to. Certainly if she wanted to, that was fine, but they were open enough. We really felt strongly that they would be chosen by a birth mom, but she insisted. She said, no, I want, we want this. We want to be open. We feel God is leading us here. So we changed their preferences. They went ahead and they had to update their adoption home study through their local um, local home study provider. They had to let that woman know so she could modify their paperwork that they were in fact open to a child of any racial makeup. So that was taken care of. Everything was everything was you know moving along. We were presenting them um, very very frequently to to many situations. She called probably less than two months later, mm-hmm. and um, she sounded kind of funny on the phone. And I immediately sensed that and said, you know, is everything all right? Is, is everything okay? Is your husband fine? No, no. She said, we're fine. We're fine. She says, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> and I said, you know, it's okay. I've, I've heard most everything. So she said, well, she said, about two days ago, well, it wasn't about, it was two days ago, my home study provider called me. And they had been called because here in town, there was a child, full African-American little boy, born in the hospital, the mother wanted an adoption plan, but they had no families open. Mm. They called the home study provider, said, have mm. you done home studies for anyone who's open? And they knew they had, had updated they ours. updated. Absolutely. Right. She mm-hmm. said, so they called. She says, I am sitting here talking to you with my two, my, well, he was about five days old by that time, my five-day-old son on mm. my lap. Wow. She said, I cannot tell mm. you. And I said, oh, that's wonderful. And I encouraged her. And we, you know, I started to talk about her, her, you know, how, what we'd do for her lifetime adoption, because she could always, you know, freeze her contract with us and come back and adopt her second child. And she still, she didn't, she kind of stopped me. And she said, no, no, Heather, that's, that's really not the whole reason I called. I was very puzzled. And I said, well, you know, just tell me what's going on. She said, about an hour and a half or two hours before I got that call from the home study provider, I found out that after all these years, I'm pregnant. Wow. Wow. And it just, it gives me goosebumps to tell again, because Mm -hmm. again, here's a family that felt strongly Mm -hmm. God was leading them. They didn't know where he Mm -hmm. was leading, but they wanted Mm -hmm. to be open to his leading and they were blessed. This December, she's due in December, she'll have her first Christmas with two babies. Isn't that wonderful? It is. And, and it just, it goes to show. That and it, it happens, you know, we had a situation with a, a pastor and his wife that we had a baby that was abandoned in a hospital in Northern mm-hmm. California. And um, we were told the baby had, um, it was through another adoption professional calling saying her family had abandoned the baby and that the baby uh, was to have uh, thought they had brain damage. Yes. Do you have a family? And I said, you know, I have a pastor and his wife. I'm going to call them. They prayed about it and said, we'll go ahead and take the baby. They went up there. They got the baby, took him immediately to a specialist Mm -hmm. and uh, found out that the baby was absolutely healthy. It was a preemie (laughs) and the medical technician had misread uh, oh and diagnose my. the information. And so here, from their obedience, they were blessed yes. with a very healthy little boy. And so, you know, things happen like that all the time. It's really, yeah. really, really nice, too. So, you know, does it seem that, that the more families open up, the more successful they are? Because sometimes, you know, people come to us and, and they'll they'll say, gosh, you know, our adoption happened within a few weeks, and others will take two years. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you want the right child for them. But do you find that Absolutely. some people struggle and they say, you know, I live in an area where I can't find, I can't adopt a child that's outside mm-hmm. of my race mm-hmm. uh, and I know I know you honor that and that's something that's that's yes. it's okay but do you find that when they open up there's just more opportunities you know certainly I mean if you want to look at it statistically yes the more open families are going to be in regards to their preferences for a child the more opportunities they're going to have to be presented because they're to presented to mother. more birth mothers and right you, you have how many birth right moms? now we're working with over 200 birth mothers mm-hmm. and so you know as you can see it's 
it's every opportunity a family has to be shows cho- I'm sorry, shown to a birth mother mm-hmm. that they want to take advantage of that. Now, we don't want families to be more open than they truly in right, their heart are. Right. But again, this gets back to a family's faith. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are a Christian family who has a, a strong Christian um, faith, church family, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and is really feel like you're walking with the Lord on your adoption plan, you know, you're going to know what God has in store for you. Right. And we've had people call and just say, you know, um, uh, all of a sudden we, we share with them that we've got a situation with a child that's older. We had an 11-year-old. Yep. They came with, they wanted a, a baby girl. Yeah. They heard about an 11-year-old little girl. Her mother had died. Yeah. And uh, here's an 11-year-old. And they said, you know, we just feel like God's leading us. So they the wife did fly out to meet the little girl mm-hmm. and call her husband and said, I feel like this is our daughter. And he said, if you feel in your heart of hearts, we prayed about that, then bring her home. And yep. the church had a wonderful shower for this <laughs> little girl, uh, giving her dolls and, and beautiful dresses she'd never have for an 11-year-old and, you know, a huge shower. So it was really wonderful. Yeah. Things happen if you have they the They do. They do. But you have to, in adoption, because families have choices. Families have choices in terms of the types of situations that are presented to them and that they are presented to, you know, you have control. As an adoptive family, you have control of what type of situations are going to come your way. Mm-hmm. And again, if if God is a part of your family, if he's a mm-hmm. part of your marriage, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to lead you to the child mm-hmm. he has. I believe very strongly, Marty, and I know you do too, that that God's hand plays a role in every adoption. Well, you know, even in our in, in the center, Heather, I have to share with our listeners that have not listen, come out to our, our site and to our beautiful location that God's blessed us with. We have over 7,000 square feet out there. And when we first found the building, mm-hmm. um, you know, we <laughs> walked in there and it was an antique store. And there on the very end of the building, and if anybody comes to visit, you'll see this, <laughs> is a beautiful antique stained glass that's over 100 years old from an old Catholic church. And the, mm-hmm. the stained glass is actually an angel overlooking and seeing a sleeping child. Yes. And it couldn't have been more perfect. It would have been in there in the building. And we just happened to, it was perfect for us. It so. That's where the coordinators uh, do most yes. of their work, and it's over that stained glass. The sun comes in in the the uh, the, the hours in the afternoon, uh-huh. and it shines through there, and it's just absolutely magnificent well, to see I, that. I know. I was with you when we first walked through the front door of that antique store mm-hmm. and saw that window, and it literally took our breath away because, right. I mean, here we are talking about, you know, God's role in adoption. Certainly, I think God had a hand in showing us, you know what, mm-hmm. this is where I want you to be. Right. Yeah. And and let me give families a tip. You don't have to come to our center to see the window. No. <laughs> if you go to our website mm-hmm. at lifetimeadoption.com, mm-hmm. um, up across the top, you'll see a row of buttons. The one on the f- far right, I think, mm-hmm. it may not be all the way over, it says newly adopted. Mm-hmm. If you go click that button, it may not be, you may have to scroll down to the bottom of the page and go on to the next page. But before too long, you should come across a family with a newly adopted baby standing in front of that window. We have a number of those, yeah. We have a tradition. If if you adopt through Lifetime and you come visit us at your center, at our center, you uh, we take your picture. It's with their center too. It yeah. is. <laughs> we take your picture under that window because yeah. it is it is certainly representative of 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 lifetimes feeling about what right. we're doing. You know, we 
we are playing a role in these these children finding their forever families. And I think that's so important, too. And so we just know from our own faithfulness, too, that God's been really blessing us, too, for these 20 years. We're going to take a quick break, Heather. When we come back, I know that we have more to share with people about um, the roles that um, they can take in uh, in adoption, what they can be more successful, how they can help them have that faith, and they can, too, be successful with parent children in their arms. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back right after this moment. All children deserve a home, and Lifetime Adoption wants to help those children find a home. If you're starting to explore adoption, Lifetime can help you learn more and find the resources you need. Lifetime has been committed to supporting birth families and helping children for nearly 20 years. They offer guidance and encouragement during and after your pregnancy. At Lifetime, open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family. Choose how much contact you want and choose how you want the adoption to happen. The choice is up to you. Lifetime is known for their caring and genuine concern for the birth mother's well-being before and after adoption. They're able to provide adoption services to prospective adoptive families and birth parents from all over the nation. And Lifetime provides you with a 24-hour hotline for support and guidance. To find out more information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com. Give the gift of your home to a deserving child. Call 800-923-6784. Well, welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell on KFIA AM 710. And if you just joined the program today, we're speaking with Heather Featherston about um, Christians uh, about uh, more successful adoption. Why Christians um, are more successful adopting many times um, what it takes. And um, some people may stand back and say, wow, what's that mean? Find out today. Listen to the show. And uh, if you've got friends that might be benefit from this program, you can always email us. And uh, we have the programs available for a very reasonable amount. We can send you a CD about it. And uh, it'll be a nice gift to give them, too. And if you've, um, you're interested in finding out more about uh, resources, we have um, a wonderful resource. It's a book I wrote, AdoptingOnline.com. Uh, it's won two national awards. Uh, this book is for hopeful adoptive parents. Uh, we have a lot of birth parents reading it also, though. It's uh, a resource guide with over 1,200 adoption sites and resources. It has tips and stories to help you save time, money, and also where to find funding for your adoption, which is really key for a lot of people. And that's really what hangs them up is that financial part. So this book will help you. It's available at local bookstores and online. If you go to the book site now, adoptingonline.com, you can save $10 off on your next order. And uh, you'll get a money back guarantee also when you buy it through the book site. So if that's something that you're interested in, please do visit that site. We'd be happy to uh, to help you with that too. Uh, Heather is um, with us. She's with a Lifetime Adoption Center. And uh, I know her very well because we worked together for so long. And uh, she works with Family Services in um, our Northern California office. We work nationwide. And I know, Heather, we were sharing a little bit about, you know, uh, in a last program about uh, why there is an increase on birth mothers, mm-hmm. birth families, asking for families with faith. And that's yes. why we're doing the program because Absolutely. we are seeing uh, an increase of women coming to us, even if they even if they don't have a faith, they're not attending church, you know, they're, they're pregnant out of wedlock. They mm-hmm. still have this core belief and they want something that they don't have. And they're asking for this. We've seen a huge increase since 9-11. So this is kind of where we're leading with all this. You know, we're talking also about 
uh, you know, God being in control, you, you've acknowledged that, that if God is in control, you have nothing to worry about. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that. You know, I, I, I'm going to back up just a minute and, and mention you talked about birth mothers wanting a Christian family. I'd mm-hmm. just like to kind of reiterate, that is because many of these women who are going to place their children for adoption have, in fact, been raised with mm-hmm. strong morals and, mm-hmm. and a strong or at least lukewarm Christian upbringing, mm-hmm. and they realize that that is the better choice, and mm-hmm. that is the choice they want to make for their children. Mm-hmm. Now, as, as Christian families wait for their adoption to happen. Mm-hmm. Certainly that's one of the hardest steps oh, yeah. is the waiting. I think there's probably two very difficult steps in adoption. One is the waiting and the other is even before that. It's making the decision to move forward. It may be moving mm-hmm. from infertility to adoption. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very difficult decision. It is really, you know, for example, you know, the Israelites took 40 years wandering around the desert on a trip that should have taken only 11 days. <laughs> you know, uh, we laugh about that, but you know, why didn't they make, uh, you know, why didn't they make it to the promised land? You know, right. why aren't parents making it to their adoptions? You know, a lot of times I mention to families, they need to really ask God, why is it taking so long to become parents, either right. through infertility or through adoption? And um, also, you know, just to, to look at that and then also not to to blame um, other people on delays, uh, because if God's got a plan, you believe he does, and I believe he does. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that may take a little longer. We always say that the child meant for you may not even be conceived. And I can't tell you how many people have written me letters and said that one concept, Marty, has held me going through my whole adoption, uh, through my whole infertility that, you know, be patient and wait on me because God has a plan. And, you know, we're so used to the instant world going through Absolutely. and supersizing everything and, <laughs> and where's the shopping cart and let's get yeah. it done. And let's, you know, I tell people that you can't print a baby out on your desk yet. No. And, no. um, you know, we just can't do it. And it's, this is something that still takes a while to do. It does. And um, it's very hard for us when we're in instant, um, instant world where we want that gratification right now and holidays are coming up and women want that baby. And I'll tell you, my heart goes out to you because I've been there. I wanted a baby for Christmas. My arms ached. Um, I, could, I couldn't wait. But, you know, I had to find out that I found with myself that the more I tried in my un- under my own steam, the deeper I went into the sand. And when I finally said, okay, God, you can take it over. I'm not, you know, God finally said, well, it's about time. You know? <laughs> now I can work. And, you know, it was, it was immediate after letting go and just saying, I can't do it. But, yes. you know, being an A personality, I felt like, gee, I can take care of this all and I should be able to do it. And I was used to getting things, you know, ordering it and having it on my desk by noon. And mm-hmm. it wasn't happening with my adoption. No. And that was hard, but uh, letting go. And, you know, I hope, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that is that we want it to be now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very hard to, to step back. And I find that faith is a daily thing. You know, Absolutely. you can't just it do is. it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I don't want to say laundry, but it's, <laughs> it just never ends. You have to always go back yeah. and, and continue to be in prayer. And, and I think it's very important too, Marty, to surround yourself mm-hmm. with the right people. Mm-hmm. Surround yes. yourself with people who share the same faith, right. who have, you know, it, it never hurts to sh- surround yourself with people who have mm-hmm. a stronger faith than you yeah. because they are going to be the ones to bolster you up. They yeah. are going to pray for you. The people in your life that may have a weaker faith may be the ones that are that are picking at the little things that are mm-hmm. maybe negative, may not understand that, mm-hmm. you know, you believe that God has a plan. Yeah. That's all, you know, that's all I need to hear to say, mm-hmm. yes, he does. 
But people without that faith will say, Mm -hmm. well, gosh, you know, I hope he does. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between the two. And when you really surround yourself with faith, you surround yourself with people that understand and can be be helpful and that have been there where you're at. And will keep a positive Mm -hmm. attitude. I mean, a positive attitude is so important, Mm -hmm. not just in life, but in adoption. If Mm -hmm. you believe it's going to happen, guess what? You probably have a greater chance of it happening. Right. And I, I think that's really true. And I think, too, what, what happens is uh, you have to ask yourself, what do you spend most of your time thinking about? Is it uplifting <laughs> or downcasting? Are, yes. are you discouraging um, and, and, and downcast? Be thankful, you know, for all things and, and, and not just thankful for, um, you know, this or that. But you, you have opportunities. You want to be thankful for the opportunity. There is a difference. And I think, you know, finding people that have gone through a mentor, uh, mentoring program. When I was adopting, um, I found other women that were, uh, you know, like me and that really had gone through or were going through what I was going through that we could uplift each other. And uh, there were times when we were both depressed and both times (laughs) we had to bring ourselves up. But with the internet, um, there can be some really positive boards. I encourage people though, if you're gonna go on the internet before you start posting, you know, do a little bit of, um, you know, um, cruising the sites and uh, really lurking because you want to find out whether or not the um, sites are real positive because you can pour your heart out and then have someone stomp on it if you're not careful on a board. So again, when you're on the boards um, or, you know, forms, uh, be careful um, what you say. Don't give out, you know, personal information and uh, definitely don't um, talk negatively about anybody you're working with because I know there was a big lawsuit just recently. A woman was awarded $11.3 million because she was... um, slandered on the internet so make sure that people don't do that either well and and realize too that there's two sides to every story Mm -hmm. but for some reason you know legally we can't always you know explain what the other side is right you know i think even better than the internet even though i'm a big fan of the internet it provides awesome support for birth mothers and adoptive families i think it's great to to find people in your church Maybe there's a mom's group. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's someone in your mom's group who's mm-hmm. adopted. We had a show just recently about how yeah. to start your own Christian adoption ministry yeah. uh, with Laura Christensen on our show. So if, if you if you haven't heard that one, right. you want to go back to our site and, and look for that one. But there's, um, you know, I know I was speaking with an adoptive family just this week that they actually heard about our adoption center from two different adoptive moms at their church. They go to a, a large church here locally that have adopted from Lifetime. And so they were able to meet someone, get like a someone, play group or something. Absolutely, and that's how they that's how they found their way to us. And mm-hmm. and you know we're we're certainly blessed by that, and they're blessed because it, now they yeah. have people in their lives who have an experience to share. And you want know, to share that? That really brings up a good point, Heather. Um, you know, you have experience in your own life that we can. Um, uh, share with other people and bless them. And I find that sometimes when I speak up and share what I do and about the (laughs) radio program, I have people flock to me and they want to hear about the story. And sometimes it's the most minute, insignificant comment that I make that people will bring up years later that really help him get through. And you don't know what God's going to use you for. So don't be afraid of, of speaking up and realize that you're going through the things you are for a reason. I know I am because when I had a difficult adoption with our son, I didn't know that God would be putting me into an adoption uh, arena to help thousands of people. Um, but all I knew at that time is that I wanted to turn the lemons into lemonade, and yes. I wanted to take advantage of this because, you know, if we don't learn the first time we go around the, the mountain, um, God's going to send us around again, just you like bet. Israelites going through the <laughs> desert for 40 years. Do you want to wait 40 years to, to get to Absolutely. the child that's meant for you? So yes. I, I want to encourage people to really 
um, to really prayerfully think about it, plan out their adoption, work with somebody that's really, really good too, and yeah. um, and and move forward in that. Don't be afraid to take out, get out of the boat, get out of the boat and walk, you know, um, and, and and take that step of faith that, the, that God's really giving you in, in your adoption. And if they'd like to learn more about Lifetime, you can learn more at lifetimeadoption.com. Mm-hmm. We're also planning uh, live informational meetings at our Northern California Center mm-hmm. after the holidays. So in January, you can email me, heather at lifetimeadoption.com. That's great. And that will really help a lot of people too. So send us your um, questions and we'd love to have them. Thank you, Heather, for being on the show. Thank you. And uh, I want to remind you again, if you have questions, you know, send them to me at info at Let's Talk Adoption. And I'm Marty Caldwell. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. I hope you find the show to be informative and exciting, uplifting. Please let us know. Until next time, Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.